Warning, the following podcast, which contains strong language and mature content, is unsuitable for children or for the faint of heart. The subject matter discussed will be frightening and graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spooked girls. True crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Tara and Jessica will make you. Along with the spooked girls Bring on the slaughter We on that haunted ground The three spooked girls Hey there spooksters and welcome back to another episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Jessica and as always I'm joined by my ghoul friend Tara. Hey spooksters. Today We are going to be talking about something that, well, we're going to be talking about a documentary that I (laughs) am just in love with so much. Mm -hmm. Before we do that, let's talk about the stuff about the show. For instance, we have social media. (laughs) You know this if you listen to us. I should say, if you're new here, (laughs) welcome. We're glad you're here. If you're a returning spookster, welcome back. And our handle for social media is at Three Spooked Girls. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We also have a Facebook group where spooksters get together as a community and talk about different things. There's book club. There's a ton of different stuff in there. So you should definitely check it out. It is, in my opinion, a really, really fun place because things, you know. Heck yeah. People, I mean, I like when people talk about things, <laughs> when people post things. And for me, I talk about this a lot when we do this part, but it's like, I'll be scrolling through Facebook and I will see a post. I'm like, oh my God, the group will love this. And I go to share it. And then I realize it's a post from that group. So it's like already in there. So that (laughs) that makes me happy. Me too. If you'd like to help support the show, you can do so by heading over to patreon.com backslash three spooked girls for little as a dollar. You get bonus episode each month, $5 and up. You get video content and $10 and up. free episodes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Ad-free episode. That's a great thing. I forget about that, even though I see the post all the time. <laughs> I know that we, when we joined Audio Boom, we, we have more ads now. So if you are wanting to listen ad-free, there's a way to do that. We also have a spookster shop. Yes. Tara does her reading. She's got some cleansing kits coming out. Mm-hmm. Definitely should keep an eye out on that. You can find all that information in the link tree, which is in the show notes mm-hmm. below. Now mm-hmm. we get to talk about, okay, so if you actually, if you are a patron, you talked about this doll once. Yes, right? maybe. I might have somewhere. That's what I thought. And then I couldn't find it. So maybe oh, it was a live stream. Maybe. I don't know. I thought it was Either a haunted way. grounds, but just kidding. I thought it was not. too. Okay. Well, we're going to be talking about <laughs> the documentary that is on Discovery Plus, it came from the Travel Channel, and it is on Robert the Doll. It's Shock Docs, The Curse of Robert the Doll. (laughs) And 
I just have the one thing I have to say about this. Uh, I love this documentary for like one and one reason only is the acting. Oh my God, the reenactment part is fucking amazing. It is so. Child Robert is the star. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. I loved him. He, that boy, he like, you know what's really funny is because he like he changes his name to Gene. Mm-hmm. He definitely gives off like the actor gives off Gene Belcher vibes, like yes. the over dramatic everything. Oh my god! Yeah, and then with the, then the adult <laughs> Gene is equally as creepy. You're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> the Girl in Cabin Thirteen by A.J. Rivers is one of the most riveting novels I've read during spooky season. It's about FBI agent Emma Griffin, who is sent undercover to the small sleepy town of Feathered Nest to uncover the truth behind the string of disappearances that has left the town terrified. When a knock on her door reveals a body on her porch and her name is written on a piece of paper in the dead man's hand, suddenly her worlds collide. Now she must face what may be her biggest case. In Cabin 13, there lies an uneasy feeling, the feeling of her movements being watched. Turns out, the woods have secrets, and this idyllic town has dark and murderous ones as well. The novel had me hooked on every single word. Rivers builds in unexpected twists and plots that kept the pages turning. She intertwines a chilling mystery, great suspense, witty dialogue, which Jessica and I love, and even a touch of romance to the story that is almost impossible to not get involved in. With over 16,000 reviews at 4.3 out of 5 stars on Amazon, this book has been incredibly well-received. The Girl in Cabin 13 by A.J. Rivers is one of the best novels I have read recently, and I highly recommend that you listen to it or read this gripping, suspenseful novel on Amazon, Audible, or iTunes right now. So this is a two-hour documentary, Mm -hmm. and I loved it. What are your feels? What are your feels? I liked it. I already knew the story because I talked about it somewhere. I know I talked about it on TikTok. Maybe that's where you're thinking, unless it is somewhere on Patreon, and I just don't know. Like Jess said, yeah, the acting for the reenactments was like my favorite thing ever. It was top tier. Yes. It. Oh my gosh. It's. (laughs) It's like. You know, like, 90s reenacting of murders and stuff, and, like, the yeah. people are like, oh, yeah. Ah! It's totally that, but a thousand times. <laughs> yeah. I will say, the medium they had on there, not the vibe. Not the vibe. Was not... She was, like, a little all over the place. Yeah, I didn't really care for her. Mm. But whatever, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> She's just a little all over the place. It was kind of interesting, because I had always kind of thought, like, Robert the Doll was in... Like a like a haunted museum. I didn't realize he was just in a fucking regular museum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know we've talked. Okay, like I know we've talked about it because we've talked about mm-hmm. Robert the Doll. We've talked about him because I remember bringing up because the Osbournes have like like Ozzy Osbourne and his family. And oh his yeah, grandchild mm-hmm. has like a remake like of a replica. Robert the Doll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. It's like that. Ch- I can't remember the child gender because I'm thinking it's a girl. I can't remember. But like loves this doll. Takes it everywhere and it freaks Ozzy uh, out. Rightfully so. <laughs> they took it to Hawaii. <laughs> I think they put like a little lay on it and Ozzy was like, this is just wrong. <laughs> 
So basically, here is the quick back history of Robert the doll. Mm -hmm. It belonged to a boy by the name of Robert Eugene Otto. And his family was a prominent family in Key West, like in the floor, in like the Florida Keys. Mm -hmm. And for his fifth birthday, he received this doll from his grandfather. And it came from like Germany. Mm -hmm. Now, Robert is a tall boy. This doll stands at three feet tall. So basically child size. It's like a life-size Barbie. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And when Robert received him, he decided when the boy Robert received him. Mm -hmm. It was funny because in the documentary, Robert's wearing like (laughs) this little sailor outfit. And then like the next time you see it, oh my God, he is giving such Gene Belcher. Because he's literally in, like, in overalls and, like, a tank top. It's very Gene Belcher. Yeah. And he has Robert the doll now has Gene's sailor outfit, which is what we now know Robert wears consistently. Mm -hmm. It's just really interesting because, like, Gene's mom was, Robert, why don't you do this? And he's, oh, it was like, she was like, Robert, what's your doll's name? And he's Mm -hmm. like, Robert. And she's like, so you named your doll after you and he's like no i gave him my name as a gift yeah that's weird. fucking weird if my kid said that i'd be like mm, something's wrong right but he did and now robert the doll robert was now the doll and gene was the boy and robert and gene were like always together gene went nowhere without robert and they had such a close, okay, it's like I had dolls as kids that I like talked to and pretended were my babies and, mm-hmm. you know, probably pretended they could talk back. I don't know. I was really young. I don't remember. Yeah. I'm sure Bug did that. Mm-hmm. I know Bug did mm-hmm. that because I've witnessed it. <laughs> yeah. And I will tell you, Bug's toys get a little fucking sassy. Tara's child has like learned that if her toy is saying it, it's not it's not Bug saying it. It's my toy. <laughs> I'm like, mm, I see right through that, but I appreciate the hustle. So I love it. I'm like, she'll be like, I like your outfit, but not my tiger. <laughs> and I'm like, cool. You hate my outfit. It's fine. <laughs> I say this with all of the love. I love this child more than anything. She's oh. great. <laughs> but anyway, so Jean would talk to Robert all the time, and Jean's mom would swear she would hear somebody playing and talking back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she would go in there, which I thought was interesting. Like, she was like, I'm going to go in and figure out who the fuck my kid's talking to. And it was like very, like, lackadaisically. I'm going to open the door and be like, Jean. Who are you talking to? And I'd be like, who the (laughs) fuck is in here with my five-year-old? Right. Oh, my God. And he would be like, no, one. it was just me and Robert. And I'm sure (laughs) his mom was like, I am losing my mind in this giant house. Oh, probably. And I am hearing things. Mm -hmm. So as time would go on, things would happen. Things would like faces would get broken. Muddy prints would happen in the house. Things like that. And when they would be like, Gene, what the fuck are you doing? He'd be like, it's not me, it's Robert. Yeah. So they were like, the fuck is this? Eventually, after some things would happen and like 
basically like Jean's dad had an affair with their (gasps) maid, essentially. And they had a baby and then the baby died. And then according to the documentary, she put like a voodoo curse on on it, which I'm like, that's not fair. (laughs) Yeah. Robert was just Jean's friend. Stop cursing things. Rude. (sighs) So because apparently the doll was in the house when the child died so they assumed that Mm -hmm. it was the doll because the doll had been up to some mischief yeah anyway they end up locking they end up locking robert away in a trunk the doll not the child this is not a story of (laughs) of child abuse i want to point that out we would not be laughing (laughs) no so they lock him away and because the really gene's relationship with robert was really unhealthy like he wouldn't go anywhere without him yeah and whatnot so then when Robert was an adult, his parents died and he moved back into the house with his wife, who apparently like he grew up, he was like an artist and his like wife was a famous pianist, I think. She was a piano player or something. Something like that, yeah. Flautist, I don't know, something. Oh my God, can we just talk about the moment that Liz, I said flautist and it reminded me, Lizzo just played a 200-year-old crystal flute. Oh my gosh, yeah, I saw that. Owned by James Madison. I was like, Livzo, you live the best of lives. I'm so happy for this girl. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> so basically, Jean moves back in the house and they're like unpacking like boxes upstairs. Mm-hmm. And his wife opens the box Robert's in. And it's hmm. the weirdest thing. He starts talking to Robert. He like, you know, she's How like, he like acted I'm a as a little boy. Right. Completely reverted. And she would like hear Robert and Jean talking and she thought it was weird like I mm-hmm. at one point in the documentary she's like spying on her husband in his painting parlor and yeah wh- while that is happening Robert's head turns and looks at her uh, yeah she was like oh my god the kind of the last straw for this shit was well no there's like a lot of straws so one night she gets up to go get like a glass of water or go to the bathroom or something mm-hmm. and she hears something and she ends up in a closet and Robert locks her into the closet. He's and she like, spends bye, bitch. Right. She spends all night like <laughs> screaming and banging on the door. And Jean just fucking sleeps through this. Robert was like, nighty yeah. night, Jean. Mm-hmm. Robert, can I get that kind of sleep, please? <laughs> so then, you know, Jean wakes up the next morning and is like looking for his wife. And he like looks in every room and then just, I don't know, must have been like, I wonder what the fuck I wonder if she's in here. Like, maybe I've just missed her. And he opens it up and she's all Mm. freaked out. And she's like, I've been calling you. And so he's like, I didn't do it. So she's like, whatever. She's so mad. And then they like guess over and he like blames the noise that Robert's making upstairs on the cat. And she's (laughs) she's like airing their fucking dirty laundry. (laughs) She's like, no, no. (laughs) They literally he was like, literally like, oh, it's our cat. It's my cat. And she goes, we don't have a cat. Girl, just let it go. Just just let him let him say it. Fuck. Right. Don't freak the people out. So then she ends up putting him back in a back in a trunk and stores him away. Jean ends up dying. She ends up dying. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Then so Jean died mm-hmm. in 1974. Basically, the neighbor buys the house. And Jean's <laughs> right. wife is like, here's the deal. You want my house? cool only thing is you can't fucking give the doll back the doll stays with the house yeah and if i was buying that house and someone's like you just have to keep the doll i'd be like what's fucking wrong with the doll right i'd be like "Mm, 
You're specifically mentioning this one item? No. (laughs) Right. And so the owner of this house starts having things happen to them, and it's, it's not good. And so at one point in time, this, like, family moves in, and Robert starts, like, attacking the little girl. Mm-hmm. And all this stuff. So, eventually, Robert ends up in the East Martello Museum, which is kind of like in that area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this was like in the like in the nineties, and they move him in. Even then, like he basically was moved into a donation room and like forgotten about. And then they mm-hmm. find him, and he's this like over a hundred year old doll who is very well preserved for being a a cloth doll mm-hmm. that's that yeah. old and so they put him in a new glass display case and people come mm-hmm. through now there are rules if you go to visit robert yeah you have to introduce yourself mm-hmm. you have to ask permission to take a photo mm-hmm. you have to say goodbye and you have to be yes. polite You can't be mean or say mean shit around him or about him. Mm -hmm. And if you do, Robert is going to curse you. He's going to fuck your life up. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, here's the thing. I'm going to just stand for Robert. He's cursing people that are like bad or assholes and stuff. It's not like he's cursing people that are being nice to him. Right. Except for if you forget to say goodbye. He takes it personally. Oh, yeah. But I mean, like, I feel like if you're already that conscious of the other rules, you'll remember the goodbye one. Right. But like, there was the one girl in the documentary who didn't know the goodbye rule and just dipped. (gasps) Oh, yeah. And she was like, why is my life hell? And she's like, I thought I did this all right. I thought I did everything correct. Robert came to her in a dream. Mm -hmm. And then she realized that she didn't say goodbye because she went and like basically found like Mm -hmm. the fourth rule. But I'm going to stand for Robert for a second because all of his rules are about being polite. Exactly. Introducing yourself. That's what I'm saying. Ask permission. These are all rules that we should all have as human beings. If anything. Yeah, it's common courtesy. Right. If anything, Robert is teaching us all how to act towards one another. And if you don't. I'm just saying, Robert is giving us how to be polite in society. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah. he has taught us that there are consequences to not being polite in society. And I stand for Robert. True. I do too. It's like, is he really super, super evil? <laughs> I mean, he probably gets a little overboard with some stuff, but I'm just like, his rules are not that outlandish. It's not like he's telling you to fucking do like three hops and a skip and get some like lamb's blood or something. Right. It's literally just like being polite. Exactly. I'm just saying, like, I feel like Robert needs. More people need to be like him. I feel like people should just be polite. And like a lot of them is like mm-hmm. the people who get fucked up the most are the people who come in all cocky and they're like they touch the glass that he's there, you know, in. Oh, yeah. Because one of the victims, that dude was like being a total douchebag. I'm like, I'd curse your ass too. Right. And he admits it. He was like, I was not nice yeah. to Robert. But what happens is these people don't take the rules seriously and they go and they don't introduce themselves. They don't say nice things. They're not polite. They don't ask permission to take a photo and then they just dip. And then Robert is like, fuck you. And then they get like thousands of letters Mm. a year being like, can someone please tell Robert I'm sorry? (laughs) I'm just saying like, Robert, I don't know if your entities can hear you, but you should make them come back and say sorry. 
Right. But what if like they were there on vacation and they live like across the pond? They live like or they live like in Australia. They live like super far away. Then don't be a dick to Robert. You're right. I agree. I mean, they literally I'm pretty (laughs) sure the rules are like posted. I'm sure they like. I'm sure it's a whole thing. Yeah. I'm just saying like if any. Oh, I want if anyone's went and seen him, please tell us. And if you've had any, if you've had to write a letter to Robert, I'd be interested in that as well. Or what was your experience? Or if you guys know anybody, we'd love to know. Oh my God, send those in for listeners for this month because I'm pretty sure, because Halloween's on a Monday. It is on a Monday. So yeah, do it. Send us your scariest listener stories. (laughs) I'm just telling you now. (laughs) I just, I just think that like Robert, Oh, no, I want to make sure it's not saying that because, okay, in in the work that I do, we have these things called Robert rules, Robert's rules of order. They're like how you govern like meetings and shit. Mm -hmm. I really feel like I want to make a shirt that says Robert rules of order and just put Robert the doll in the background because he deserves to like, he has been keeping people honest and nice for years. Yes. I mean, you'll have to double check if we're allowed to do that because I don't want to get cursed for some merch. But I know. <laughs> and now a quick word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Now, I know for me, I have gotten into the mindset before where I was just focusing on the problems or issues I had going on in my life instead of trying to think of ways to get solutions so I could get past it. And it really brought the question once I started changing my mindset on how might that situation go better with a different mindset. It's really hard to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when you're going through a difficult time in your life. Like Jessica and I have said on the show before, we both have had a very, very hard year. So yeah, there was a lot of times where I would just be focusing on the negative rather than trying to find a way to turn it into a positive or get myself through it. But I, as you guys know, and Jess, are huge, huge advocates for therapy because a therapist can help you become a better problem solver. They can make it easier for you to accomplish your goals, no matter how serious, how big, how small. And that's exactly what's happened on my personal journey with therapy. I have become more confident. My problem solving skills have skyrocketed and are top tier if I do say so myself. And honestly, it's just great to get help with my personal things because as I've mentioned, I deal with anxiety and depression. And honestly, better help is a great option to try. It is super convenient, accessible, affordable, and completely online. And what is nice is it is easy to get matched with a therapist that is going to fulfill the needs you need in therapy. You just go and fill out a brief survey. And if for some reason the therapist you are with is not a great match, you can switch at any time. And never be afraid to do that. If the person you're matched with at first is not a great fit, you can request a different one. And I have done that before. Jessica has done that before. So never be ashamed to do that. And also, if there's anything that can be online and at home, I am for it. So y'all know that we love BetterHelp so much. So if you want to become a better problem solver, therapy can absolutely get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash spooked girls today to get 10% off your first month. That's better. H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked girls. 
in a way, like, I feel like in a one way, it's we're like saying like, yeah, no, he's correct. So I would hope that he would be mm-hmm. okay. I mean, we might have to go and ask in person. You can go and ask in person. I'm okay without doing that. <laughs> you just have to follow the rules. How hard is it? Do I know, but rules. still. I don't know. I don't fucking know. rules. Say hello, introduce yourself. Bye. Ask permission, be polite, and say goodbye. Jeez, like, what more rules, guys? I mean, it's just it's just because it would still be, like, really scary. I mean, I know that you didn't like the medium that they had, but a lot of people, I mean, she did say that she didn't think that he was, that he was evil. Mm. I did, however, it was interesting, her, like, take on the fact that she thought Robert wasn't actually, like, possessed, more of, like, a portal. Mm. Yeah. I don't know how I felt about that. I obviously... Obviously, I don't fucking know, but I'm curious what other people think, too, because I never had heard that. I thought it was interesting, but, it, you know, that's good because, yeah. you know, how like when you watch like when you watch a documentary on a popular topic and it's like, oh, nothing new came out. I All kind of appreciate it like a different take. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And so I don't know. I just when I first saw Robert the doll, I had specific feelings. But then now that I've like <laughs> learned about. Like how he interacts with the world. I feel mm. like he is the nicer. Like, I honestly think he's one of the nicer of the possessed objects because he's just keeping people legit. This is true, but like sometimes he kills people. I think it's because you're that big of a dick. And this is true. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. I do feel like it's I mean, I have no this is all like anecdotal in like my own opinion. But <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like how disrespectful you are to him. There is a correlation to what the fuck happens to you. That would make sense, actually. The people who fucking locked him in a trunk. Yeah, they oh my died. god! Yeah, yeah. They locked his hmm, ass in a weird. trunk. Like that's not nice. I don't no, know. I don't lock. Do that. You don't lock people in trunks. So, like, do you remember? Because I don't, off the top of my head, the lady that forgot to say goodbye. Do you know? Do you remember what happened to her? She wrote back. I think she like wrote an email or something. No, no, no. Did like what was happening? Oh, she to had her like a she, she had she bad dreams. She was having bad dreams. Oh, with Robert okay. So them. you know what? I kind of, I do kind of subscribe to your thing then because that makes sense. Because she only forgot to say goodbye. That's not like that's like the least. And she didn't know. It wasn't like yeah. she was like, oh, I just forgot. It just didn't. It was the fact that she exactly. was like. I didn't know this existed and I'm very sorry that I did this. And I think that's the thing. It's like the intention. Mm-hmm. We t- we've we talked about like interacting with that spirit realm and there's a lot of intention that's there when we talk about ghost adventures and how I always think it's interesting that they get these like super aggressive entities come out when Zach gets fucking riled up, right? He's like, mm. and it can be energy feeds energy. So if you go to Robert and you're yep. nice and you're kind, he's nice and kind back. If you go and you're just kind of snub him and forget to say goodbye to him, but he doesn't know that you don't know. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you bad dreams so that you will say goodbye to me. Right. Exactly. Robert is the ultimate parent. <laughs> he's teaching life you lessons. learn today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's teaching life lessons. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought oh. this documentary was, I thought it was really good, mainly because of like how freaking like over the top the acting was i also like talk about like being a little freaked out i kind of got weirded out when ozzy's granddaughter had like a small replica like a small little doll they sell all kinds of stuff they do keychains all kinds of stuff of him they do they do replica dolls no no i mean 
I got freaked out when they they had that. But like the fact that these actors were like interacting with a basically a life size replica of Robert. Mm, mm -hmm. Because I don't think they make him like as big as him. Probably not. But that one, the one they had in the thing. Yes. Yeah. And like part of me. I'm sure that was creepy. Could you imagine like if you didn't know it was Robert? It was actually Robert. I mean, they couldn't because he's like a hundred year old doll. I literally just Googled the the museum and the only thing that pops up is Robert. Mm. Museum Robert. (laughs) (laughs) Museum of Robert. But yeah, no, definitely watch it, guys. If you haven't, check it out. It was good. It's really great. Like, it just, it was like, even though it was like a topic that has like terrified me for a long ass time, I was like, I Mm. like this. And it was funny because I was like watching at work and I was kind of giggling about it. People were like, what are you watching? And I'm like, "Uh, I don't know how to explain what I'm watching to you other than I am watching a, oh, we should probably tell you a little bit about the museum itself before we go. Yeah, go for it. Okay. So admission, if you go in person, is $16. If you purchase Mm -hmm. it online, it's $14.40. Okay. That's for like general adults. Senior local college ID retired this is retired military. Do you think they mean like retired slash military? Do you have to be retired military? Because that's also poop. Oh, no. Active military mm-hmm. is free. Oh. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Senior local college retired military in person is $12. Online, it's 1030 mm-hmm. If you are ages 7 to 18, it is $8 in person or $6.30 online. Children under the age of 7 are free. Active military is free. And the KWASH members are also free. I wonder if that's like a high school key list. It is located at 3501 South Roosevelt Boulevard in Key West. And yeah, that, I mean, it's kind of cool. Yeah. It's like, I kind of want to go, but I'm also slightly terrified. (laughs) Just follow the rules, Jessica. (laughs) I know. And I will. I will. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think what it st- that stands for is like the museum entity, mm. That, mm. that acronym. So I think if you're like mm-hmm. a member of the group, you can get in mm. the society. But yeah, so if you live in Key West and you've been or uh, mm-hmm. do they do- my question is, do they do anything like special at like Halloween or anything? Mm. <sighs> That's a good question. I have a suggestion for Robert. He needs to add a rule. He needs to have people bring him candy on Halloween. Hell yeah. Robert, if you can hear me, you need a fifth rule. Yes. And if I ever come visit you, even if it's not Halloween, I will bring you candy. You better fucking remember. Because I know I'll be with you. (laughs) You're going to be like, where the fuck is your candy? And I'll be like, shit. (laughs) Like, we got to go to the store. Be right back. (laughs) BRB. I don't know if you take that, but I'll be on BRB. Okay. Uh, okay. So with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap up today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I know I enjoyed today's episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you watch the documentary, go to the thread. Let us know what you think. If you, I yeah. mean, I'm all about it. It's on Discovery Plus or the Travel Channel, depending on what mm-hmm. you have. So yeah, go check it out. Yes. And with that, yeah. we will see you later. Toodles. Bye.